On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about hitting a hen, YouTube ab- ad- ads, YouTube ads, and the films. Excited for that one. Could get spicy. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Luku's Talking Podcast. I hope you're doing well. My computer is being an absolute heap of shit. Yeah. So, um, is it going to go? Is it going to continue? Oh, my God. It may work. Wow. It's been a long road to get here. It's been a long road to get here. This computer's gone. It's got to go. It's got to go. It's got to go. Anyway, let's get into the first story for you. So, the other day, I may have mentioned this already, but I have a goal this year to ride 1,000 kilometers on my bicycle. And I've actually, I've already done about 150 or so. So I think I'm well on track to reach that goal. Anyway, the other day I went for a ride, a longer one, it was about 30 k's, I think I did. Anyway, so I rode from my house over to uh, one of the parks back home. There you go. And there was almost an a collision, yeah, almost a collision. So I was riding along um, where at this particular park. I had to go. How am I trying? How am I going to tell this? I don't know. I'm 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 struggling. So there's a path I had to go on beside the river to get to this park. Why was that so hard for me to figure out and say? I don't know. Anyway, so I was going along this uh, path. It's it's in like a bit of a um, wet plains, reevy, reeve, reevy, reeves is you know it's sort of like a not a flood area. It's like a swampy sort of area, and this path um, track, you know, wiggles through it. Anyway, <clears throat> so I was riding along, and I was coming up on a right hand corner, which then there was a bridge to go over. So I was going along. And there was a heap of um, native hens, right, just near this right-hand corner. They were in between the right-hand corner and the bridge area. So I was like, okay, they'll like they'll move by the time I get there. They'll be gone. They won't be there anymore. So I got uh, got a bit closer. Hens are still there. I'm like, eh, they'll they'll move because you know these these hens, native hens, or any wildlife really, they like to move at like the last possible minute the last possible, you know, point they can. I was getting a bit closer, I thought they'll move. Plot twist, they hadn't moved. Like, okay, got a bit closer, they'll move, hadn't moved yet. And I was like, they'll move, they'll move. And so I started to slow up to get to negotiate this corner and then figure out how I was going to get over this bridge. These hens are still there, thought, they'll move. So I get around the corner, hens are still there, I'm like, they'll move. Like, okay, they're not going to move. And then all of a sudden, they just scatter. They just go like, woo! It was like they just spread like a a poo in a toilet. Like, you know, when you do a big one, it just goes, this is what these uh, hens did. They were like, whoa, everywhere. And there was one that was sort of like on the edge of a path. It was on the left side of the path, just on the edge. Now, this hen could have gone left out of the way. But, oh, no, he was like, I'm going to risk it for a biscuit. And he ran across the path in front of me, and I reckon I missed him by half a metre, maybe. I was like, hen's going to move. No, got closer, hen's going to move. No, got closer, hen's going to move. No, got closer, hen's going to move. Maybe not. Yes, hen's move right at the last minute. 
and they've just, they've just gone everywhere. And um, yeah, I reckon I missed one by maybe like a meter. Too close for comfort. That is for sure. Absolutely too close. I was like, just mate, move. And then at the last minute, he was like, yeah, okay, I'll move. It was just like, oh, okay, jeez. Risk. I wouldn't have liked to have hit, um, hit a bird on my bicycle. And I've got a road bike as well. So, well, actually, strictly speaking, it's a gravel bike. But, you know, narrow wheels, things got no suspension on it. So it would have been um, pretty rough. It would have been pretty rough, I reckon, clouting a bird. At least it wasn't a duck. Hey, hey, ducky. Hey, hey, hey. Now, YouTube, they're supposed to be smart, aren't they? And, like, give us um, tailored ads. Well, uh, last week, last Friday, actually, I was, at, uh, I was at work. I was in the office. I was recording some stuff. Plot twist. Everything you hear on the radio might not necessarily be live. Okay? Just ponder on that. Anyway, but I was at, I was at work doing a bit of stuff. And I uh, was on the work computer, logged into my work email. And I was there doing whatever, and um, I was on YouTube looking at something, and an ad came on. Not unusual. But what the ad was for, I was somewhat surprised with. Okay. Now, of course, YouTube, they like to give you tailored ads. You know, what you've been searching, what you've been Googling, blah, blah, blah. Maybe because I hadn't been at work for a while on the work, you know, in the work Google accounts and whatever else, um, searching up things whilst logged in, blah, blah, blah. Maybe Google was like, oh, what does this person want? What, what can we sell them? And they might have been just like, yep, let's sell them this. Well, I got an ad for a pregnancy test on YouTube. And I was like, hmm. My initial thought was, who's been on this uh, studio, like on this computer searching preg- pregnancy tests? Uh, <laughs> honestly, I had like two thoughts who it might have been. But then I thought, hmm. They haven't been logged into my, like, credentials. So I was then a bit like, uh, Google, why have you done this? Why have you been like, hey, I know what Luke wants. He wants a pregnancy test. You know, I'm not having spicy intercourse with anybody. So, you know, I thought if it was like a condom, maybe I could, I could handle that for a pregnancy test. What are you getting at, Google? What are you getting at? What are you getting at, Google? What are you Im- Im- implying? I feel like I need to go into the ruse room, but I don't really have a ruse to get in on that. In on, I don't really have one. So the ruse room is calling. I haven't gotten about the ruse room, but yeah. So Google, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you implying? What do you want from me, Google? Do you want me to buy a pregnancy test? Because I'm not going to, okay? Welcome back. You wouldn't know it, but it's actually the next day. There you go. There's a plot twist. Now, anyway, let's get into the films. So I think what I'm going to do, of course, I mentioned last episode, one before, I don't know. Anyway, I've got to go. I'm going to watch, try and watch 100 movies this year. I think I'll achieve that reasonably easily. Uh, anyway, so I've decided that on the, because I do a podcast, well, so I do two podcasts a month about that. So like every second podcast, I'm just going to uh, talk about the films that I've watched and give you a little bit of a brief, I guess, review 
of them and also what's coming up next. So let's get into the, how many have I watched? I think I've watched six. I'll, I'll get into them right now. Let me just get up my uh, Letterboxd account, which you can follow if you want to. So the first film I watched, we started off with a comedy. Okay, no, we didn't, but uh, we started off with 12 Years a Slave. Pretty heavy stuff. However, just a very good sort of um, solid movie. Very good. There was a few bits that I wasn't that thrilled with. First of all, if you've... Spoilers, okay? I'm going to talk about some of these movies intimately. So at the start of 12 years, there's like a scene where they're cutting sugar cane. And the guy's like, yeah, this is how you do it, boy. And they're like, okay. And then it goes back to like how Solomon... And then we sort of get into the story of how Solomon got to the sugar cane, like the cutting the sugar cane. But when that bit of the movie happens, it's very brief. So I'm like, mm, okay. And then the next thing, hey, they're back at, you know, Michael Fassbender's place. Also, something that I had a, a bit of a problem with is that there was not really any sense of time or years passing in the movie. Like there was no, there was no bit, bits like, oh, this is like, um, you know, uh, a Christmassy time of year or, you know, Thanksgiving or whatever. There was no sort of events like that to give me any sense of time passing. You know, we know he's been a, a slave for 12 years because that's what the movie's called. But for me, there was nothing in the movie to give me a sense of any time passing. And another example of that is... Um, when he is Michael Fassbender's slave, uh, when Solomon goes and works for, uh, well, works, to, yeah, right, uh, Edwin Epps, he goes there. Um, he, he goes and they go and do some work at the plantation, like next door or whatever. And when they get dropped off, the slaves get dropped off, Edwin's like, oh, you're going to be here for the season. And when I, and that, you know, portion of the, the quote unquote season to me was like three days. There was no sense of how long that actually was. But anyway, 12 Years a Slave, four stars, worth a watch. Um, the next movie I watched was Zodiac. Um, once again, loved it. It was, well, loved it, yeah, it was It was pretty good. Uh, there was some, it, it is, it is long, two, two hours or whatever. So there is, there were some times in the movie where I was like, is it over yet? Um, but mostly it was it was good. I also enjoyed Mark Ruffalo and Anthony Edwards, their characters doing like their um, investigation sort of um, uh, montage bit because I'm like, I love a police procedural. Um, and also in that Mark Ruffalo swanning around with his trench coat on, he was like Columbo. And I was like, yes, 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 I love Columbo. Um, that said, when... Um, when Jake Gyllenhaal then started started doing the investigating and and looking into this stuff, I was like, "This guy's a bit crazy." Like it's odd, you know. When the cops were doing the the investigating, I was like, "Yep, love it." And then Jake Gyllenhaal does it, who is a, a newspaper cartoonist in this uh, movie, and I was like, oh, "Okay, righto." Hmm. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is also in this. This would be I guess before he did Iron Man, and to me, he was pretty much Tony Stark in this film. He was pretty much, uh, yeah, he was already Iron Man. 
just how he was. Anyway, three and a half for Zodiac. Good. Next one, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Once again, a long film. There was, I was like, what is this about? It is a very, you know, it starts off, well, it's a journey of, of like humanity, I guess, and evolution, really. But the bit I really enjoyed about the movie is when they're on the spaceship and of course Hal is there and now is Hal is Hal a movie villain is he a villain because he's pretty good even though he's a robot I was like Hal's great some of the filming and the shots in this film is really really interesting and really cool like there's a bit where um Dave is running when we first get onto the ship uh, and meet Hal and whatever, Dave is running around the ship and it's like a big, that shot is really cool, that following him and it's sort of spinning at, spinning around or whatever, I guess it's real. I guess the set is like a donut and he's running in it like a hamster wheel. I'm not sure. It'll be really interesting to see, um, to discover how that was filmed. But it's visually very, very appealing and to and when you're looking at it and you're like this all these sets the spaceship and stuff somebody's built all that and it's just it's really cool um once again how really love him and it's really interesting how when they say oh there's are you sure like there, there's an error or whatever with one of the probes or whatever on the um outside the ship so they go out and they test it they get it being tested and um, there's nothing wrong with it. And they're like, you, like, and they start questioning, oh, you, is this okay? How are you right? And then Hal's like, no, 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 it's fine. And then Hal then gets paranoid a little bit and, um, you know, escalation, you know, happens and Dave has to go and shut him down, which reminded me a bit of the episode of The Simpsons where they get the, um, the robot in the house and, and uh, who does the voice? Pierce Brosnan, I think, does the voice. And Homer's there you know, taking apart all his uh, memory and stuff. And he's like, oh, don't get away by British charm. And he stands like a hick or something after that. But, um, yeah, 2001 Space Odyssey, three stars. I have seen it before. I have actually since thought, have I should have, should have I rated this more? But I gave it a three, solid. Once again, I must, I think the first three films, most definitely watch them if you can. So the next two, average in my opinion. We've got Zero Dark Thirty. Now, it is a 10-year journey of um, uh, investigating whatever and then, of course, the mission or whatever to um, kill, eliminate, whatever you want to say, Osama uh, Bin Laden. To me, everything that happened up to the point where they started investigating, they started looking at where Osama was hiding out and then the mission to, to raid the place, everything up until there, I literally could have done without. I didn't really care that much for it, if I'm honest. There's like 10 years or whatever. Now, at least in this, there is some, there's timestamps so you know how things are progressing. And also like the SEAL team that went in and um, the SEAL team that went in and took out the mission, it's like they just go to, they're in Area 51, and these guys are there, and like, oh, yes, yeah, so you're going to do this for us. And like, okay. And then the next, like, half an hour or hour or whatever of the movie is them going and things are happening in the mission. It's like, who are these people, though, that are doing this mission? I would like some more uh, context as to who they are. Like, they just turn up, do this, and, oh, the movie's over. Like, okay, there's not really any... Um, story or anything behind who these who these people are. 
It's like, okay. So Zero Dark 30, two and a half. Now, this is where I'm getting into, should I have rated 2000 Modern Space Odyssey better? Because it is that movie is half a star better than Zero Dark 30. That is for sure. So Zero Dark 30, take it or leave it with that one. The next movie, 21 Jump Street, absolute garbage. Unless you like jokes about male genitals, don't watch it. And there's like, they're like, I don't know, I've written here in my review, I don't know if this movie wants to be like American Pie or Lethal Weapon. And it's like a bad mashup of the, of both of them. Um, yeah, jokes for me, not funny. I would have liked more Nick Offerman. And if, now why? Okay. So these two cops are awful. How they steal police, I don't know. And then they get assigned to, they have to go to a high school and uh, find out who's selling drugs at high school. Plot twist, it's the PE teacher. Anyway, when they go to, is it like a church or wherever? Anyway, they go to their new head HQ and the captain there is like a sassy black cop. Why? Um, okay, why do movies, a lot of police movies, you got like buddy cop movies, um... They have like a sassy police captain, of course, who's a black guy. Why? Why? Just to have... Okay, why does it have to be a black guy, though? Like, a lot of the times, like, the sassiest police captain I could probably think of is Inspector Todd, I think his name is, from Beverly Hills Cop. He's... I love him. That's a great character. But why is the captain a lot of the times has to be a black guy i don't know anyway just throwing that out there but um yeah not funny there is a shootout which is ridiculous there is then a chase uh a car chases two car chases the last one is not very good i'd say well i mean it's sort of okay but it's average anyway 21 jump street one and a half stars, don't watch it. I did like Brie Larson because she's gorgeous. And I'm not saying that because she was an absolute stunner. Uh, now, when was it? About Christmas time, she was on Jimmy Kimball and the Twitter went wild over her. But Brie Larson, if you're out there, want to go on a date? Come on. Now, the last movie I watched, I watched it uh, just the other day, Your Sister's Sister, good indie film. Um I would say if you can get a get your hands on it, watch this movie. It's pretty much three characters and 70, 80% of the movie happens in like sort of like one room. Well, it happens in one house because Emily Blunt, um, once again, Emily Blunt, I know you've got a husband, but if you want to go on a date, come on. Come on, please, because she's, she's beautiful. Anyway, Emily Blunt. I wish in this movie that I had a friend like her, actually, because she's like, because her friend Jack is in a bit of a rut. So Emily Blunt's like, Jack, hey, how about you go to my mum, uh, my, my dad's um, holiday house. So he goes there, plot twist, Emily Blunt's sister is there, things happen, whatever else. Okay, so it's a bit of a Emily Blunt. She's so forgiving as well. I mean, she's just, her character, Iris is the best in this. I love her. Um, Yeah, so Your Sister's Sister, four stars. 
I first watched this when I was at uh, school doing film and my, our teacher showed it, showed it to us and it's just a good, solid indie film. It only has pretty much, at the start of a movie, there is other, some other people there. But apart from that, it's just the three characters um, and, you know, 70, 80% of the film happens at Emily Blunt's dad's uh, holiday house, so you either see like the kitchen dining living area or a bedroom, and there's three bedrooms, two of them you see more than the third, and then there's some beautiful outside shots because Jack leaves, there's an incident, Jack leaves uh, the house for a bit, so there is, you know, some sequences, of course, of him uh, riding, he has a bicycle, so he's riding around the island and, and whatever else. Um, but it it looks really good. It is cheap, not but it's not cheap bad. It's cheap good, and yeah, it's a just a good solid movie. So if you can watch your sister's sister, hundred percent do that. So just to recap, Twelve Years a Slave, four stars. Watch it. Zodiac, three and a half. Watch it. Two thousand Mother Space Odyssey, three. Watch it. I feel I may have been a bit harsh. Zero Dark, 32 and a half, take it or leave it. 21 Jump Street, don't bother. Your sister's sister, four stars. If you can, watch it. 100%. Good movie. Wow, this podcast is really long. I'll be back to wrap things up. Well, that is it for this episode of the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you liked the last. It's This is going to be like the longest one ever. I've got a text from somebody. Go away, phone. Oh, that's who it's from. Uh, yeah, uh we're on Twitter, on the Facebooks. There's links in the description for the, the Facebooks, for the Twitters. Uh, you can send me an email, of course, Luke is talking at Luke is talking pod at gmail.com. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. And um, there is a link, of course, down below to the letterboxed, so you can uh, have a geezer at those reviews that are very uneducated. Anyway, I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.